0: Welcome to episode 14 of the Amen Corner. I'm Brad Rothschild. And I'm Stephen Cook. Stephen,
1: we have had quite a momentous day. It has been quite a momentous day. Besides being halfway to our 28th episode, (laughs) this day... I can't believe we're halfway halfway to 28. It's unbelievable (laughs) to me. Um, This has been a very, very special day. You want to you wanna lead into this? Yeah. Today was the Women's March uh,
0: across the country, but specifically uh, in Washington, D.C., where Stephen and I and our families were among the, I would say, over 600,000 people. It was incredible. Who flooded the Capitol area uh, all day today.
1: It, it's a misnomer to call it a march. It's just too yeah. many people. It was just... It was it. It was a swarm of pussy. I mean, <laughs> Is that, there's no other way to describe it. Can you fit that on a t-shirt? <laughs> there was some some choice t-shirts. There, there was but some great, swarm of pussy would be great for the next one. Yeah, we'll have to get swarm of was pussy. A riot of, of pussy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> too bad
1: pussy riot wasn't there.
0: I did see a woman. In a pink ski mask, who? Oh, was really? Invoking uh, Pussy Riot. Nice, I know. love it. Our favorite,
1: yeah. our favorite kind of Pussy Pussy our, Riot. Our,
0: our favorite activists. Our favorite Russian activists. Uh, amazing.
1: But today was um,
0: a day that uh, I don't think either one of us will forget
1: anytime soon. Well, uh, for um, for a number of reasons. I mean, first the question is: Have you ever been surrounded by so much Pussy? Never. It was unbelievable. Never. It was quite incredible. Yeah. But uh, on a more serious note um uh, it was after the um after the election of now president trump which was i think um deeply traumatic for some people it was it was uh, a hopeful day it was it was an edifying day so many people uh, came out with incredible kind of energy i think the the challenge now is how to turn this passion and energy into some some real political activism
0: that's true but Let's appreciate before we say, all right, what do we do with this? Like, no, let's no, no. appreciate that across the country, there are probably somewhere between two and a half
1: and three million people who. Well, you mean the, the equal number of votes that Hillary Clinton won well, by, by which wish, she, she, won she won the popular won. election? <laughs> yeah, interestingly <laughs> enough, yes. <laughs> but it was everywhere. I mean, if you just take a look at your Facebook feed or your Twitter feed, Austin uh Boston. Hey that rhymes. Austin and Boston.
0: Chicago Chicago. New, New
1: York City. My my seventy eight year old mother was lost in a huge crowd in she wasn't literally lost, but in a huge crowd in New York City. And she didn't even know she was in a protest. <laughs>
0: I'm going shopping. (laughs) No, no, she said
1: she was going. That pissed off 78 year old librarian. It was on her bucket list. She wanted to be at that protest. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Where else? Uh, I saw pictures from friends who posted from from Denver, St. Louis, St. Louis, Atlanta, all across the country, the whole country. And uh, I think that that says something that people are upset, and they have a right to be upset. And Clearly, the the Trump administration was was quite flustered by it because in uh, his first uh, press conference, the press secretary, a guy named Sean Spicer, uh, walked up to the podium and basically read out numbers, numbers that turned out to be false, comparing how many people used the D.C. metro system yesterday during uh, President Trump's inauguration versus the previous Obama inaugurations, and they inflated the numbers by some huge amount.
0: Why? Why though? Is this important? Is this something that they feel the need to have a press conference to talk about on the first day of the administration? First, let's say
1: it wasn't a press conference. He walked okay. up to the podium and he read. He made these angry words about yeah. the number of people who were at. The protest today but there's versus really yesterday. Something really
0: wrong with these people. And then he walked off the pro- podium.
1: Well, they're taking on. I mean, look, Sean Spicer is the kind of one of these terrible <laughs> Republican strategists. You know, he must have been the president of the of the college Republicans of Connecticut College, or wherever the hell he went, and couldn't get laid, and if he was in a whorehouse. Exactly, one of those types. We all know who they are. And he's taken on the personality. Of the person he serves yeah. now, which is extraordinarily thin skinned, narcissistic, and just basically well, he's only interested and a liar, but only interested in his own image. Right. And that's what happened. I mean, Trump went to CIA headquarters today oh to swear in the new director of the CIA, stood in front of that wall of stars, the unnamed. CIA personnel who've been killed in the line of duty over uh, many, many years and complained about the press and his press coverage, and then did a campaign rally for Mike Pompeo, the new director of the CIA. Nothing could be more inappropriate than that. Just that is a solemn, solemn place. Yeah, but he doesn't he doesn't
0: get any of that. <sighs> He's just so colossally ill prepared for this job. Which made that I still I can't get my head around that
1: he has this job. Which made today's pussy riot right. all the more important and all the more right. fun. You know, we're not alone. No. We actually are the majority in That's this true. country. Tired of people telling us that we're out of touch, that we live in a bubble. All these crackers who voted for Donald Trump, they're the ones in the bubble. They're the ones who are disconnected from American society. They're the ones who are having trouble in adapting to the reality. It's just the flukes of our electoral system that favors rural versus urban that allows this kind of of nonsense to happen.
0: That's part of it. The other part of it is... Um, the FBI director got up. Uh, well, you yeah. know, this is and, like... <laughs> I mean, we can, we can point to half a dozen things, but um, one, when, you know, you're, you're right, like when they say, like, oh, you're in a bubble, you're out of touch. Fuck them. We're still the majority in this country. Absolutely. And we can't forget that because times are going to get tough. It's obvious that this administration has no respect for the press... The people who didn't vote for them. I mean, just think about that
1: inaugural address. It is—and all of our listeners should go and read James Fallow's article in the Atlantic magazine. It's online, in which he basically deconstructs uh, Trump's inaugural address. And it's unprecedented in a number of ways. Uh, uh, Inaugurals, they generally start out with humility— calls for unity, reaching out to the people who didn't vote for them. No, not this guy. You must demonstrate extreme loyalty to the United States and all of our problems will go away. What is he talking about, American Carnage? (laughs) I thought that was a Quentin Tarantino movie that I missed somehow. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Didn't it go Reservoir Dogs, American American Carnage, Carnage, Pulp Fiction? (laughs) That's what I (laughs) thought. Yeah,
0: I think I missed that Tarantino (laughs) movie. Samuel L. Jackson played a cursing guy, black guy. Can I
1: get a sip of your drink?
0: Who dropped the N-bomb a lot. And everybody was like, oh, that's cool. Samuel L. Jackson can use that word. We can't. You ever? Quentin Tarantino is in love with that word, though. He is in love with that word. And it's it's in, weird. It's just not right. It's a weird, it's it's a right.
1: weird strange. It's just not right. Like by having
0: Samuel L. Jackson say it, that doesn't
1: make it right. Did you ever notice that Samuel L. Jackson, no matter what he's doing, whether he's in a, a Capital One card commercial, in a Quentin Tarantino movie, in one of the really bad Star Trek, uh, Star Wars prequels, he, it's the same character? Yeah. He's like screaming, Snakes on a plane! Can I get a bite of your burger? I mean, get the Capital One card. It's all the same. He's
0: an intimidating, angry black man, and that's the role that he plays. But is it acting,
1: or is Samuel like
0: that? You know, maybe when he comes on the show.
1: We'll find out. All right.
0: I I think he's scheduled. Uh, Maybe
1: for episode 28? Special episode 28. Well, this this episode we should dub our very special Special. Pussy Special. Special. Yeah, yeah. This (laughs) is the
0: very special Pussy Special.
1: But um, tell me, what... uh, what struck you today besides, you know?
0: Honestly, the amount of people. Mm. Crazy. And, you know, when we were out there, it's just you're in a flood of humanity, and there were people of all races and religions and beliefs. I didn't see a lot of right wingers there, I'll have to say. <laughs> I, I Although, saw were were a few people. Yeah, people there out were a there. a couple. Um, I also want to say that if anybody tells you that oh this was a BDS or anti-Israel like that's bullshit. I
1: saw one sign, of divest. The
0: flood of signs. Maybe I saw five total. Really, signs you saw that many? That, I think one I saw that one. Said like free Palestine. One that said BDS, but really a handful. Yeah, this was like, about
1: this is about the country. Yeah.
0: Exactly. So I'm really happy about that. I was also really happy that we were there with our kids. With our kids, yeah. And that they saw it. And even though the girls were all tired uh, and it was overwhelming for them because we started out really early in the morning uh, and there were so many people. They were all troopers.
1: Yeah, they really, they were absolute superstars. And I think, you know, I think at least my girls are going to go to school on Monday and they're going to be telling all their friends and and the fact that their feet hurt or what or, or that they felt intimidated because there were so many people out. it's going to turn into a, a a terrific story but you know Lauren and I were talking about it on the way home and she she hit on the same exact thing she said god what an amazing representation of this country you had people yeah. from every walk of life from all over the country of every religion and they were unified in their belief that that we're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that we're fucked big time. But that the direction of the country that the yeah. that President Trump and the, the <sighs> two houses of Congress, that, that this is wrong and that we need to channel our energies into yeah. resisting and resist. That was something right. that was so extraordinary to me. I've been in big rallies in Washington, D.C. before, but there's a common theme throughout everything that everybody you talk to was resist, resist. And there's a sense that the stakes in this case yeah. at this moment are so incredibly high. And it just gets back to that, that thing that we said in even before the general election, which was what? Fuck you, organize. Yeah. This is not a time just... I mean, I did my fair amount of posting on Facebook today, but now is the time to get out there and do stuff. Or your money. Planned Parenthood, uh, the ACLU, uh, whatever is one of these... these you know, uh, it's not just a good cause, a vital cause. But
0: I think that's I think that's it. Um, somebody I've, I'm friends with on Facebook posted something last week and it really resonated with me. And he said, pick one or two issues and focus on that. Right. Because honestly, that was the other thing that struck me today right. and we talked about it, is there are so many issues. Right. Like somebody had a, a sign that says too many issues to list. <laughs> right. Like too many problems. To, like... There are so many. And where do you start and where do you stop? And you just, you pick one or two. I think I'm going to start.
1: For me, it's going to be Planned Parenthood. Absolutely Planned Parenthood. This is an organization that provides vital services to women in in underserved areas. It is under attack and it's hard to imagine anything more important at this point than, than women's health. Um, Others do ACLU and others. But to me, I think that project for me is going to be Planned Parenthood, whether it's trying to volunteer at a Planned Parenthood clinic or, you know, a monthly donation or something along those lines.
0: I'm going to, because I've been thinking about this for a while, I want to uh, build bridges between the Black Lives Matter group and progressive Jewish organizations because I fear that
1: As my fist goes up in the air, exactly.
0: I fear that um, because Black Lives, the Black Lives Matter movement, um, has aligned itself with uh, the BDS movement, that a lot of Jews are turned off by that and immediately just tune it out and say, "Well, they're anti-Israel, they're anti-Semitic." Like no. It's very important for me to revitalize the historical alliance between African Americans that, and, and and white Jews, at least.
1: And, and That's a good one. And I'd like to take up my 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 standing man Black Lives Matter T shirt and bring it back
0: exactly again,
1: which was hard to do after yeah. they aligned themselves with the with the BDS movement. Plus, I was doing it during this summer when it was like 115 degrees it's out hard to wear a black shirt outside, and, and you know, climate change. And stuff. Oh no, that it's it's a hoax. And but uh, I I think that's a it's a, it, it's a good one. Noted, what did we discuss earlier? We saw a fair number of Black Lives Matters posters today, but only white people carrying. Right. And I wonder if African-Americans, and there were a lot of African-Americans out there today, whether they're just fearful of representing like that. And there's a lot of police presence yeah. and so on and, know, and so forth. You know, I
0: didn't see, I mean, yeah, I guess there was a police presence there, but I didn't really feel it mm. that much today
1: well you know i noticed as we at, at one point those those really large police um observation towers yeah. were up in the air and with the cameras on us and so on and so forth. you know it's look it's the surveillance state right they said that they're uh they're protecting us they're identifying us as well yeah, not I, to sound too conspiratorial about right. it but
0: i think that's probably the case Look, like I said earlier, Facebook can identify your picture uh, <laughs> Exactly. You know, the US government can and, and absolutely tell it. you, Oh, should I tag Stephen Cook in this picture? Or if you buy
1: it or if you buy something you get ads for it for exactly. the next month. I'm I quite mean, sure careful that what cops, you buy. Yeah, and with the ads sure, you'll get on Facebook.
0: Quite sure the cops can figure out who you are. <laughs> but I also have to say that it was incredibly peaceful. There was no violence. Nothing. There was no, no, no. No misbehavior. No, no anarchists. anarchists. Exactly. <laughs> Don't <Nobody laughs> throwing shit, shit through the Starbucks window. It was, no, everybody was online at it, Starbucks, like, oh crap, I need exactly. my coffee and like, I need to I gotta to find pee. coffee and I gotta find the toilet. <laughs> but, you know, people were like, oh, be careful, you have kids there. And, like, you right. know, what are you gonna do? You know, the most the thing that we were most scared about with the kids is having them get separated right, from us. Only right. because there were so many people that they'd right. never No, I
1: did write out those those index cards yeah. last night, you know, in an emergency, here's the numbers and so on and so but forth. I, no allergies. But family I, meeting point.
0: At no point did I fear for anybody no, There, not at, not at all. Even for half and we a were
1: second. sandwiched in there with people. Yeah. I mean, it could have gotten rough, but it was it was peaceful, people were in great spirits, they were happy to be there. Like I said, It was after the trauma of the transition, the 10 weeks of absolute craziness for people to channel their energies in this way. And, you know, people felt alone. I didn't feel alone because we had the Amen Corner and I know that we're the conscience of America. But out there leading like that can be very lonely for the two of us. So it was great. It was great to be joined by by 600,000 people today.
0: I mean, I do take pride that we were leading this uh, charge <laughs> <laughs> the way that we were.
1: But you know, when they approached us to be on the stage, we said, "No, no, yeah. no, no, no." Like, we have to keep our profile. Low keep our very low uh, profile yeah. for the I mean,
0: You know, we'll leave it to the people to listen to the podcast. Exactly. And,
1: uh, exactly.
0: Yeah, but um, you know, I was also thinking about something today. How do you think when when, when Barack Obama and Michelle Obama they woke up this morning? What do you think went through their head? Or when they left yesterday? Like, they've got... I mean, it's incredible, right? They had eight years where they were the most powerful people in the world. He was the most powerful leader in the world. And now, all of a sudden, you're... A private citizen, you're nothing,
1: right? But you're still an ex president, so you, you still have your security yes, detail. It's right. much draft It's 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 drastically reduced, and I'm quite you can c- still get your morning briefing if you choose, right? Um,
0: Plus, I'm quite certain he's going to go on to continue to do amazing things. Guys, 54 years old, but on the next on the day after, like, do you think he's sitting there saying, "I can't believe it's over"? No.
1: He doesn't get no. emotional. He doesn't get emotional, right. but I do think. I don't know. You know, you got the sense. That they were counting down the days until they could leave. I mean, these people well, have been so exactly. vilified and so delegitimized yeah. from the moment there he was elected. It's so true. And it will continue. And it must have worn them down as much as they went high when everybody else went low. Yeah. You know, uh, the thing is, I don't know if it was me. I wouldn't turn on the TV. He's an avid golfer. They're out there in California. Yeah. Go out and play 18 rounds. Chill out. I don't know. Read eight years of magazines and cat. You know, he did watch a lot of ESPN while he was president. I don't know. Catch up on some stuff that you weren't doing. But I think he's going to be out there. I mean, he's already talking about being part of Eric Holder's initiative on redistricting uh-huh. um, and and to fight the kind of absolutely outrageous gerrymandering that goes on in this country.
0: And that's also, if you want to pick an issue, that's a that's great a great issue, issue. Think, right? Especially if the former president of the united states is gonna get involved with that but i mean like on a psychological level like that's gotta be such a huge letdown the next day like holy
1: shit Shit. it's over yeah it's over yeah i guess it must be i mean one way of relief in other sense it's got to be wow
0: i mean i'm looking (laughs) at at people's postings about how much they're going to miss him and you know right and i can see how sad they are like how sad is, uh, is he?
1: You know, and the other thing is is that at least in the short run, his legacy is tarnished by the fact that Ugh. his legacy is Donald Trump. And that everything—and I do think he'll be a transformational figure. I think he con- was way ahead of the curve, and the country will catch up. I hope you're right. But I, I think for the moment, you know, what will the Trump administration do? It's something it's already started to do, which is to unwind— uh, some of the best things that President Obama did in eight years in office. And we're all going to suffer for it. And he's going to have... And Obama's going to gonna have to live with that and really fight for his legacy in ways that I think previous presidents haven't had to or been willing to. You're right. Because uh, well, we're in just... This is unprecedented.
0: We're in uncharted territory. Here. How many times are you going to say that? No, it's true, though. Right. What we are seeing here... A revolution has happened. There is a a revolution that's taking place in this country through completely, well, not completely legitimate means, but through the the democratic process that we have established here. You Think about it. We have somebody who's never held public office before. True. And that was one of the things that people liked about him. So when people are telling you that... The best candidate is somebody who's never been involved in any of the political Well, the GOP process. has
1: been telling their core constituents for 35 years that there's something wrong with politicians and That's that the right. country should be run by businessmen. Well, now we have the natural experiment.
0: But this is it. This is it's a slow-moving—it's taken 35 years. Right. It's a slow-moving revolution where they're finally now going to actualize everything that they've always envisioned.
1: Let's hope, like in Kansas, where Governor Sam Brownback former senator, governor, enacted all of the things that conservative thinkers have been thinking for 30 years. This was his conservative funhouse, and he has destroyed Kansas destroyed Kansas Kansas public education system, its healthcare, everything. On the promise that it would attract jobs and investment and he's done and none a, of those but things. But you know, so we we may have to suffer to bring this gonna to an end. We're going to suffer a
0: lot, but and you know that when and we've said But this we before, have to resist. We're My fist resist. is up in the air. That's right. But but when he can't deliver on these promises, and he can't. <laughs> and when he takes things away from people who are his base, he's going to blame
1: Right. others right. for this. Right. They're going to engage in the fake news. They're the ones engaged in the fake news, right. in the lies. And thus far, the people who have voted for him, the core constituents, haven't demonstrated any capacity to discern the difference between what they're being fed by Fox News, Breitbart, right. One America News, or any of these places, Anything? and what's a reality. And the whole thing about how many people were at today's Pussy riot versus yesterday's inauguration is the perfect exactly. example of it. it the so, mall was half empty yesterday during matter, the inauguration.
0: but it doesn't matter. Why is that what they're focused on? Why is the next two or the next two weeks going to be filled up with how many people were or weren't at the fucking inauguration?
1: Because this is his Achilles heel.
0: Well, then this is what we have to go after. I, I think so. <laughs>
1: This is what I think so, after.
0: but also at the same time, they distract you by look at the don't look at what's in this hand, look at what's in this hand. Well, yeah. So they're going to distract you with the numbers of people who were or weren't at the inauguration while while doing gut- something
1: imp- gutting the ACA right. or. Some you know, climate science, the EPA can no longer give out data or something. But no, like focus that. on how many people, people are at the were right. At their and Right. And, and we will fall into it. I think this will be the news cycle for the That's better right. part of the next so week it is, or so. So
0: it is incumbent upon the news media to actually do their
1: fucking job. Well, let's do that. Yes. We, are we in the media? Nah, we're not the media. <laughs> we're but not
0: the media, but we, we are the conscience of the country.
1: We are the conscience. <laughs> we're bigger than the, We're bigger than the media. Well... Why is that I don't like know that. <laughs> <laughs> what is the media? People talk about the media as if it's like one thing. It's like, it's like, like giant, one. It's like one. Or there's like a board called the media. Giant. It is controlled by Jews, though. That's what I've heard. <laughs> I've been told that. Speaking of conspiracy theories and Jews, <laughs> did you see Richard Spencer, the neo-nationalist neo-Nazi, get cold cocked? Holy crap! That's got to be one of the most awesome things that ever. That is I, We should post that video we, on the Ahmed Corner's you know, Facebook page. You I generally,
0: page. I don't condone the violence. violence no. But. However, I understand it in this case. It's,
1: it was, I mean, look, again, I, you know, I, I'm not a tough guy. I don't want to get into a fist fight <laughs> exactly. with anybody and stuff like that. He's standing there getting interviewed by a bunch of lefty journalists and stuff. And some activists came up and just cold cocked him in the face. I mean. It was hard not to feel a little bit like you deserve that, you somebody scum-sucking some, piece of fucking garbage. Yeah,
0: yeah, somebody tweeted... That this is what you have to do to Nazis, and maybe the Holocaust wouldn't have happened if more Nazis <laughs> just got, got punched, punched in the
1: face
0: <laughs> when they started spouting. You know, bullshit. I have a hard time.
1: I have a hard time arguing. With it that. made
0: perfect sense when I read it. Richard like, Spencer is
1: this arrogant piece of crap
0: with that fucking haircut, with that with the fu- fasci. Well,
1: you know, it's not his fault. It's all those stupid hipsters from Brooklyn who made the he- the the fasci fashionable. Never. Stupid idiots. You know what? Bring back
0: the Hitler mustache and then we'll talk.
1: Oh, uh, I want to beat the fuck out of Richard Spencer.
0: Somebody beat you to it.
1: <laughs> no, damn. <laughs> like, no. Actually, better that dude than me. Seriously. Because someone would punch me in the face and I'd be like, yeah, "Ow!" Yeah, I, get I don't want to get hit in the face. I got glasses on. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, Lauren can't. would lecture I, me about how I stupid believe- I am. Why would you do that? Yeah. Why would you do that?
0: Steven, why'd you punch him?
1: Like, yeah. Well. Yeah. He Richard Spencer. <laughs> she kind of, totally he kind of deserved, deserved it. it.
0: I know, but you didn't have to
1: punch <laughs> him. I don't know. Maybe she could get behind me punching Richard Spencer. Well, I'll have to ask her. You that. know what? She would probably do it herself. <laughs> and do a better job. <laughs> definitely it. Definitely a better job than me.
0: She clocked Richard Spencer. I mean, wow. <laughs> I can't believe Lauren clocked Richard
1: Spencer. <laughs> Fake
0: news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that some kid in Nebraska will cut and paste an article yeah. online and create. <laughs> Holy
1: moly, that guy! That guy needs to get clocked Seriously. in the face because he needed to pay his rent, so he created fake news that that helped tilt the election to the but, but to, to, to the cheeto. It. People, who, how who did, It was think? is not like, it the most popular fake news? Tell tell the story to any some of our listeners dude, who haven't done who haven't heard some this. Some dude decided,
0: twenty three year old guy. College Recent graduate. Recent graduate of
1: Davidson College in North Carolina, and again another college Republican schmuck bag.
0: Yeah, who decided that he had heard Donald Trump talking about voter fraud, so he created a story <laughs> created from out of thin air, whole cloth. Found a picture of ballots in a warehouse. <laughs> Took that picture. And it, then, was
1: British, it was a British... It was a photo. Yeah, it wasn't
0: of even in this country. Gosh. And then <laughs> concocted a story about ballots that were being stored in a warehouse in order to be
1: distributed... To throw yeah. the Ohio yeah. in their direction of, of And people couldn't believe this. Yeah. It was like the most shared fake news thing on freaking Facebook. And you know what? Jesus. That
0: article probably cost, you know, Hillary 50,000 votes. That guy. Maybe. Is he in hiding? He should be. Oh no. No, he's not in hiding. He's actually pretty proud of himself, I think, that fucker. <sighs> they should all be ashamed of themselves. All right, but, but, not.
1: but 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 let's but end on right. a positive note. Okay. We, again. Think yeah. of all the things that happened today. Yeah, seriously, great day. Great day. It's tremendous amounts of pussy out there. There's so much. It's so much. I mean it's too much to even like contemplate like had you ever dreamed of that much pussy I could never you know that would overwhelm any dream that you could ever have but
0: also the signs that were out there
1: were so creative and funny the uterus with the don't tread on me oh amazing
0: yeah, that was a good one. That was a great one. That was a good one. There's so many. We should post some on the
1: end corner page. We, we've I, I threw a couple up yeah, this afternoon. Yeah, that's a good. People idea. should check back at uh, the Facebook page. And, the Facebook. And the the Facebook page and uh, and see what's uh, what's up there.
0: What's up there? All, All right. right, it's a long day, and we're going to sign out. I think uh, until next week. In, in, until next week.
1: It's great to be here. Uh, halfway to twenty eight.
0: Halfway to 28. Is it, um, is it
1: 2020 yet? No. Uh, we still
0: got how many more years till the next election?
1: Uh, 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 too many. All right.
0: All right. Everybody get Be well. organized. Get out there. Get, out get there.
1: organized. Goodbye. Bye.